The Sons of Liberty is a politically neutral organization. We believe that the Judeo-Christian ethic has provided the principles upon which this nation was founded. It is our belief that these principles provide not only the foundation and framework for American government and society, but are also essential to the maintenance of a fair and just society. All program content is based on a Christian biblical worldview. One of you said to me recently that we shouldn't rock the boat. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I want to tell you that I am a boat rocker. Welcome Christians, conservatives, constitutionalists, liberals, libertarians, communists, Islamists, LGBTQ, RSTV, WXYZ people, and anybody else I may have missed to the Sons of Liberty Radio Show here on Red State Talk Radio. I'm your host, Tim Brown, coming to you live from the U.S. occupied state of South Carolina, the editor at SonsOfLibertyMedia.com, and for our Muslim friends, I'm the infidel that Allah warns you about. I hold to the book, the Bible, as the authoritative word of God. Glad that you guys have joined us this morning. I can already tell you there is heavy censorship on the video platforms that we're on. I'm glad that Red State does not do that. and uh, But the video platforms, I can tell you, I can see the numbers. <laughs> they, they are way down, and um, it's very unusual. In any case, thank you to everyone who's listening by Red State and also on all of our video platforms. In fact, if you want to watch the video portion of the show, you can do so at sonsoflibertymedia.com. You can also check us out at sonsoflibertyradio.com. But if you go to sonsoflibertymedia.com, scroll down right on the right, you'll be able to watch the video portion of the show and see all the documentation that we're going to show you this morning, which is very, very disturbing. It's been known for some time, but it is very disturbing. And um, you'll want to check that out. You can also check out that live video feed on my Twitter account at FPPTim, my Periscope account at Setting Brush Fires, our Facebook page, Bradley Dean SOL. YouTube channel is B. Dean Sons of Liberty. Before it's news.com, we're right there on the first front page. And DLive.tv at The Sons of Liberty. You can also check us out at Spreely Gab, MeWe Minds, and USA.life at Sons of Liberty or Sons of Liberty Media. And if you'd like to call in and you've got a comment you'd like to make or a question, feel free to give us a call, 215-TOP-TALK, 215-867-8255. Now this morning, here's the title. Harmful Disparities in Education, Henry Kissinger, FEMA Camps, and the Military. And to talk about these things, specifically we're going to be dealing with some U.S. Army field manuals, is none other than our own Comic Corps diva, Lynn Taylor. Good morning, Lynn. Well, good morning. <laughs> Lynn has uh, had a busy evening. I think she had an interview with Dr. June Knight, which I got to watch about 10 minutes of. And then I had some other things I had to get done, and I, I'm going to watch the rest of it uh, later on today. I hope that went well. Oh, it did. Um, I picked up a couple of new followers, and according to Dr. June, uh, the floodgates are about to open, which might be a good thing, and we'll just see. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know what the floodgates are about there, but uh, hopefully, hopefully they're good I know, good I things. don't either. Hopefully they're good things um, to open up some stuff like that, but uh, I have my doubts of whether that's going to be good apart from any yeah. repentance of God's people. In fact, I know it's not going to be good because God said it wouldn't be. 
Um, so what do you yeah. got for us today? Uh, this is a fascinating thing. You're bringing uh-huh. in, we, we, we do education on Wednesdays. And this one, I mean, the, the more we get into this, we're getting to some really disturbing things. Not that we haven't had that before with unconstitutional measures in education, with the trying to sexualize our children at early ages through education. Um, and now we're talking Henry Kissinger, FEMA camps, um, army field manuals in that, the military involvement in that. How, how, how is all this playing into education? Well, it is fascinating that you bring that up because, you know, I wouldn't have thought that they uh, would have anything to do with education, and lo and behold, they have everything to do with it. Um, If you'll remember our conversations on the USMCA, the U.S.-Mexico-Canada Agreement, Tim, we were able to uncover how education was in there several times, and the way it was going to be used against us was pretty much slotting us um, into jobs that were not in the millions, as was promised, but only in the few hundred thousands. And it was going to use education to slot us into these jobs, as I just said. But it was going to do it in the way that the more education you had, the better job you would get. And then if you didn't have a whole heck of a lot of education, you weren't going to be able to get out of whatever job you were given. So, you know, that's really slotting you. What the military is doing with the education and these field manuals is that once these um, civilian determent camps, these um, uh, combatant internment camps get set up, by the military here in the United States, education will be used against us as a reward or punishment system and then also used to reskill us to be a useful widget. Well, it's not like they aren't using that against us now. Um, the people right. are, and this is why you and I have encouraged people to homeschool their children because they're sending them to. Uh, a public indoctrination center, not really a public school, but a public indoctrination center. It's godless. It's a statist. I mean, by its very definition, it is that. And uh, we've encouraged parents. They are establishing something, and they've been doing it for several generations now, with our children to eventually turn them against us. That's the way it's always been in communist countries. Uh, You say, well, we're not a communist country. No, but we have communists leading us. That's That's the point. And um, are in positions of power that are doing this. I know they don't tell you they are. I know everybody thinks, oh, the Republican Party is not communist. The, you know, uh, I don't even want to go down that road of what they push. Right. They push the same agenda, and we pointed this out over and over and over and over again. All right, so let's get started because one of the things sure. that you got sent was some declassified U.S. Army field manuals. And uh, this is how you begun your latest article. And... First of all, why is somebody sending you an Army field manual? And second, (laughs) what all is in there? Okay. The reason it was sent to me was nothing to do with education and everything to do with the loss of our freedom and liberty. And, you know, it was – I don't even know now because these manuals are hundreds and hundreds of pages long, um, and there's two of them that I was sent, and I've been told that there are even more out there that I should be looking at since this article. But I don't even remember now why I even started looking in them because, you know, it was 
it was told to me, again, this was the way that we were going to be herded in to conform, especially under Operation Warp Speed. And when I got to looking at the one field manual, it it was saying that the camps were either going to be FEMA ones or it was going to be um, camps that the government and the military would commandeer, especially vacant schools. Well, what do we have right now, Tim? We have lots of vacant schools because of what? COVID. So I'm not saying that this was all written to dovetail right into COVID, but it's awfully convenient that these manuals that were declassified back in 2013 are now coming into play. But the, the thing of it was, was the camp size are in the thousands. They're not in the hundreds. They're in the thousands. I think, well, I think one of them was a capacity of 8,000 people per camp. To herd in that many people, okay, you have to have a lot of things done. And it's in one of them, I, I think I showed you a picture or gave you a page number for the, the picture of how the camp was supposed to be laid out. And uh, the rabbit, uh, or excuse me, the, the mousetrap system that you're going to have to go through to get yourself processed to be a, a guest, if you will, at one of these camps. But what was interesting, Tim, was it never really said um, that you would be a terrorist. It said you might be, you know, what's known as, there were several classifications of people who would be in these camps. And, of course, um, under some old Army regulations, if you're a family and you happen to be in one of these camps, you possibly could uh, get to stay with your family. But if you look at the way the military has separated children uh, from their parents, this is a major concern. And I know this all sounds like, okay, she's really gone off the deep end here, but no, I haven't. This is, this is why we have the documentation, is it shows in black and white that these particular camps that are being, going to be set up will use existing FEMA ones. And I've sent the image or the link to the image where you can see the location of every FEMA camp that's in existence now. Um, but what, is even more disturbing is that in these documents it gives the United Nations the green light to to interact in America for supposed um, safety during conflict but it never says what kind of conflict so let's say Operation Warp Speed hits hits us okay and we have a mass number of people who refuse is this where we're fixing to land in places like this and what will they do to us once we're there. Yeah, I was <clears throat> showing one of the document documents here, the internment resettlement operations from February 2010. Yeah. Now, in case people are not familiar with it, um, and there are some other um, manuals that you have here, psychological operations, tactics, techniques, and procedures. This is from December 2003. And again, folks, we'll have this up at sonsoflibertymedia.com in the archives after the show. And then we have psychological yeah, psychological operations leaders planning guide. This is from November 2005, and I believe there's another one. Okay, this is from the military Military Times. U.S. approves UN use of force to protect civilians in conflict. Um, it uh-huh. is not ah. Yeah. Oh, see, I'm gonna get I'm gonna get a little upset at this. It is not the UN's <laughs> job to be on our soil to do squat, and this is why I've said. If there is somebody running for office who is not all for getting out of the, not reforming it, because you're not going to reform this, this organization, they've been led by socialists and communists. 
They have no business doing anything here on U.S. soil. If you have somebody running for office who is not for the elimination of the United Nations, the kicking them off our soil, the defunding completely, not a little bit like Trump has done. And look, he's done it a little bit, but the complete defunding of it and quit legitimizing it then you have a person who is advancing globalism. I don't care what they do otherwise. And yes, our current president is continuing to do it despite the good speeches that he gave that everybody goes, yep, give him thumbs up for it. The actions are continuing to support that apparatus, which is coming in on us and has been approved to quote unquote, protect civilians in conflict. Well, no, thank you. We don't need that. Our constitution gives us the militia. And if we need be, if need be, the, uh, uh, to, the ability to call up a, a military to defend us. We do not need the United Nations. No, thank you. So, <clears throat> Lynn, I don't know specifically which uh-huh. image you wanted to show here, but I'm happy to pull it up uh, so the audience can see that, that you were making mention of, of the camps. Okay. I was looking at the page numbers. Um, do, 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 do. Um, all right, on um, the field manual uh, 3-39.40, that was the very first one I sent you. Okay, I got if it. you will go to page 1-2, um, you should see an image for PSYOP use in general society. And if we can show that, that would be super. All right, I'm looking for 1-1-2. Uh, oh, oh, wait a minute. Sorry, 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 sorry. That was the wrong... <laughs> That was the wrong field manual. Ah, sorry. <laughs> That's all right. Um, let's see here. Yes, in 3-39-40, um, if you'll go to appendix page J-2, that's going to show the image for the housing. Okay. Um, I apparently don't have that particular one. I have. Oh, um, that was the very first. That was the very first manual I sent you. Three dash three nine dot four zero. Is that correctly? Is that yeah, correct? Yeah, that's okay. it. Mm-hmm. All right, and which yeah. page? J two. That's going to be in the appendix. Okay. Oh Lord, it's not, I got a page number, so I'm going to have um, a I'm going to have a hard time finding that one. Because <laughs> it doesn't. Okay. That's it doesn't okay. Have a but if people page will, number. okay, I know in the archives you'll have this whole list where people, because um, I know that. Um, I gave you that in the email, okay. so that'll be where mm-hmm. everybody can go and look, and all the page numbers are there for you, uh, so that you can look for that. And okay? you say this That's is J two, J two. All right, I've got a little while to go here, so go ahead. Yeah, if you want to go ahead, and, if you want to go ahead and talk, I'll be I'll be sure. scrolling down here. To all find right, that. that's fine. Okay. Um, other things that you can look for in this three three nine point four zero guys on um, page eight ten, you'll see education will be used as a rehabilitation uh, rehabilitation tool, especially so that you can be conformed to what they want you to think. Um, pages eight five and seven, you'll see that uh, career tech education and academics are brought up because, after all, skill based education is the way that we're going. Pages 8-8 and 9, you will see that community centers will be a must in the rehabilitation for education. And if you'll remember, in ESSA, and according to Anita Hogue, we have had all kinds of things about the community center as a hub, the 21st century community learning centers especially. Um, 
let's see, on appendix page E-3, you'll see where the UN is mentioned, but it's mentioned a lot of other places as well. Uh, you can also look on page 9-9 how you can be reintroduced back into society once you become a nice, conformed citizen. So, yeah, you got the image. Awesome. Yeah, that's a camp. That's exactly what, and notice, if you will, I don't know if you can enlarge it, but up at the top, I believe it is, Tim, you'll see where it says the capacity is about 8,000 people. Yeah, I was, uh, I, I got there. I didn't want to jump around to where uh, the other places were, but the, this almost, no, this reminds me of exactly kind of how they're building the schools around here. Um, and uh -huh. we've made mention of this before, that if you drive by most public schools being built today, they look like prisons. I mean, they're built like prisons. Yeah. And um, and this should concern people. The fact that um, we've gotten to a point where we're doing uh, metal detectors in schools. Um, you know, the kids are actually being treated like they're criminals in that. Uh, we've done several reports in certain states where police officers are coming now and arresting children, arresting parents, uh, because they don't even come, but because they don't come to school. Now, I, I get the truancy issue. I get that. But at the same time, mm -hmm. that only exists because parents have allowed the state to take over in that. And when I was on with Dr. June Knight, she asked me, why do you say that you're in the U.S. occupied state of South Carolina? Well, that's exactly what I mean. The, yeah. the, the yeah. federal government was never meant to be doing the things it's doing in our states. Never especially in the area of education. And the states weren't supposed to be doing it. That was imposed after Lincoln. And you can read the book On Secular Education by R.L. Dabney. You can pick it up at Amazon for like four bucks. I'll have a link in the archives. And he talks about this. He talks about the North wanting to impose that on the South. So the reason South Carolina, the reason North Carolina have education as part of their state constitution, because they didn't have it before Lincoln, was because the North imposed that upon the South. It is not a jurisdiction of the state. It is not a jurisdiction of the federal right. government. And they're setting us up, people. And those of you continuing to send your kids to these indoctrination centers, you're only helping them. You may say, I'm against this, I'm against that, but you're helping them by sending your kid there uh, with the support that you're giving them. And, you know, uh, we've talked about the immoral property taxes, income taxes, all of these other kind of taxes that are immoral where the government thinks it has a right to the fruit of your labor, all of that's being funneled in here, and it's always under the guise of for the children. And as a result of that, what are they doing? They're using that to work against us. I was listening. If I can make this comment, and I'll turn it back over to you, Lynn. I, was, I happened to, to hear uh, Mark Stein the other day, and he was talking about now China has the largest navy in the world. And he says, do you know how they got that? They got that because of us. We're buying all their products and all that all that. Uh, everything on top of uh, their their taxation on their people go to furthering communist China. That's just the way it is. That's what communism is. They run the businesses. They own them. And so they're going to get their cut out of it. And they're putting it into their military. And Americans are funding it every time we go and we buy this cheap Chinese junk um, and, and a lot of in a lot of situations. We're buying cheap Chinese junk and it's funding our enemies against us. And so the same thing happens here in education. If you're not willing to get your kid out of this, 
do it at do it at home. Do it with public, uh, you know, a private school that you want to go to. Whatever the case may be. And again, Lynn, you've pointed out in all these matters, the government is trying to enforce a um, a standard across the board, no matter where you go. But at least if you get them out, you have some control and some input over what your child is learning. And uh, in the case now, if you're if you're just dumping them off for eight, nine, ten hours a day. It, don't be surprised when these kids turn out to be socialist, communist, statist, in any matter. Um, and I think this is coming. This is the this is the end result. What we're looking at is what's is what's coming ahead of us. All right. If you still have that particular uh, field manual, yes, around J two. If you'll scoot down to J ten, I want folks to see the processing image for anyone who enters the camp and throughout these. Um, documents, Tim, it's going to use civilians in several different terms. So again, this is not just for those who are terrorists or those who um, have just come into the country. Okay. All right, I, so that I, would be J10. I've got that. Okay, that's the processing image. So if you want to blow that up, I want folks to make sure they see the biometrics because that is absolutely going to be collected, tracked, shared, and even stored. And on page M3, you don't have to go there. It will detail the data side of how these biometrics are going to be used to verify who you are. So, again, we see that is coming. Um, you know, biometrics is supposed to be collected from us in the name of COVID safety, too. So um, that's what's coming for us. But, yeah. You can see that, and this is what I was saying, it's kind of like a mouse maze that you're going to be run through to get processed. And again, be sure when you get this document, because this is now available to everyone, that you search for civilians, because you'll find that many applications to civilians um, are in there. All right, the one thing that I want folks to see, and if you would, it's the second image that I sent you in the uh, email. Okay, is this the one with uh, uh, it's the it's, red box yep, I got on it. top of a black box? Yep, I've got okay, that. Okay, this is, yeah, okay. That is a summation for all to see. And of course, those who are listening and can't see will need to read it for them. Yeah. But that's a summation of both the field manuals and how education is used. Okay, let me, all right? let me do that real quickly. Education, this is from Field sure. Manual 3 39 2010. Education, especially skill-based, mentioned 90 times. Now, this is that's interesting, that skill-based. This is what we're talking about, about what's going on now. This is this whole workforce mm-hmm. kind of stuff, right? Right. Okay, so it says, it's mentioned 90 times. Civilians are mentioned 203 times. Schools and their use mentioned 13 times, and that's from Field Manual 3-39.40. That's the one we were just looking at. Um, education in Field Manual 3-1.1, which is from 2003, education is mentioned 18. Anybody thinking of re-education, <laughs> that that's what this is, uh, mentioned 18 times, civilians 83 times, especially how they can be classified, schools 12 times, especially in products and supplies. Look especially for page, three, uh, page 3-9 where state enemy and state friend are mentioned. The U.S. approval for U.N. use of force in times of conflict was stated in both documents. Uh, Just stop and think about that, folks. I know you guys think the current administration is going to save you from everything. Israel thinks he's the Messiah and all of this other. 
But the fact of the matter is, he is allowing this to go on. This is a threat against you and your liberty and and your posterity. Okay? The U.S. approval for U.N. use of force in times of conflict was stated in both documents. Who, what defines conflict? In 2016, the U.S. government okayed the U.N.'s presence in the U.S. Well, they obviously did that before because they've had their building there in uh, New York for some time. But, But there's definitely some other things. And then, Lynn, you know, when you take this up to the fact that I think it was last year, we had, uh, mm-hmm. I think it was Ben McClintock from Defending Utah. The first time the U- the United Nations had a meeting on U.S. soil outside of its building there was in Salt Lake City. They took over mm-hmm. a taxpayer paid for building, called it international territory, called it a compound, right. and would not allow journalists who were against their agenda, which they were teaching about uh, Agenda 21 and Agenda 2030, would not allow them to video and to report from inside the compound, which was a taxpayer taxpayer funded building. I, if and that's not under Obama, that's under Trump. Mm-hmm. Just so people understand, that's under Trump. And so the deception is amazing here, Lynn. When we look at all this kind of stuff, I it right it gives me chills. And look, I'm not one to get chills, but. Uh, this is some right. pretty serious stuff. Well, this stuff is here. disturbing. Yeah, it is. This it's really very is. Disturbing. Now, if you'll go to, if you will go to the fourth image, and I want to cover the fourth and fifth image real quickly, and then there's a, a really shocking picture I want to show folks. Okay. But if you'll go to the fourth one, that's the bait and switches. Um, yep, I and got we it. can zip through that one real quick. I've got it. Um, All right. So let's see here. Okay, so let's uh, read that for those who are not able to look at it. Page 1-11, military police can exercise rights to commandeer schools. We're already seeing this happen. Uh, Page 6-4, can commandeer vacant school locations. That one's happening in New York. Page 8-1, can use schools and teachers of that school for their agenda. Page 8-7, can access the academic school records. Page 8-14 uses the term VOTEC, but VOTEC was replaced by Career Tech Education in 2006 as a means of prisoner-slash-detainee skill-based education. Page-93, prison parole and detainee release will be tied to education credentials that were earned. Page 10-6, any infrastructure building in communities can be confiscated. And they use examples like theaters, museums, hotels. Now, in other places, Tim, it said that anywhere the military chose to squat could be commandeered. Now, other warning bills that we have from this particular field manual, military education systems will team with civilian organizations for screening upon capture or initial detention and will involve PSYOP tactics and re-education based off Islamic A-B-U-G-H-R-A-I-B, whatever that is, and will incentivize rewards for education status and improvement in skill-based learning. It will use apprenticeships. Hello, we have Mr. Apprenticeship himself in office. We'll seek out civilians with special skills to aid the camp authorities or contractors to these camps. And we'll use and collect biometrics to track education is a government-funded service with UN involvement. Now, that's in the one we were just looking at, the one we've not looked at just yet, the 3-31. The 
the bait and switches for that one if you want to um, flip over to that one real quick. It was the very next image, and we'll read that one. Educational overreaches are all based in psychology from a war perspective. In fact, it's from the Kennedy School of Warfare that these came out of. Chapter 6 will state that nothing will be above a 7th grade reading level, such as all PSYOP school products, and they will be designed to persuade students at all ages, but especially in high school and ROTC programs, to a motivated and desired behavior. All right, page 5-1, low-income schools will be targeted. Page 6-14, school supplies are PSYOP products. Page 6-21 will show you these supplies and products will be placed in our schools of all types, community locations such as your libraries and museums, and all media. Page 8-22, military assignments of schools and attendance. Appendix B-7, high school ages are the best target because they're a little bit more manageable. Appendix I-18, comics and coloring books for all ages with PSYOP persuasion. Example, you'll be safe is actually meant to state that you're going to be watched and controlled. Other warning bells, education assessment of your knowledge will help better group you in the camp's location. Skill-based education means job security, and your knowledge and views on politics, religion, and the economy will slot your location. Detainees and prisoners with special skills are sought. The ability to be re-educated is assessed with biometric data collection. Now, I hope people will really wake up when they see all that or hear all that. Well, <clears throat> I think people who are at least uh, in our chat room, for the most part, yeah. see this. Uh, I see the comments that they're making, and um, right. th this is this is part of the this is part of the uh, of what's going on. There are some people who don't want to see it for what it is. They think there's going to be some kind of savior uh, from all of this. And they they claim to be Christian, but they haven't read Deuteronomy 28, or they want to ignore it, or they read Leviticus 26, and they've ignored it, or they haven't read it at all. And they don't understand that our country has been in uh, a progressively anti-God, anti-Christ spirit for some time now. Our actions have demonstrated, yes, is America still uh, languishing within the the wake of real biblical Christianity from hundreds of years? Yes, they are. That's the only thing that's that's kept us from just falling into the abyss. Okay, is that influence mm -hmm. that is still there? But even in the churches today, we're finding that the churches are going along with this. They're they're like I, I think some churches would be just fine with letting their people be rounded up and put in these places that we're talking about. They would they would think their real enemy, they already had, have had it up to here with some of us, and I'm not talking about the church that I attend or the church that I attended previously uh, with my family, but they 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 don't want people to, to be dissenters from the state. They have become like these the churches in Nazi Germany that... that you know, had the Nazi flag within their churches and they've made the state their idol. And so the churches are going along with this too. They're, we're already seeing that with uh, some of the things that they're doing with regard to, you know, state initiatives and uh, shutting down their churches because, well, the state said so. Well, the state does not own the church of the Lord Jesus Christ. It was bought and paid for with the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. And so therefore, 
They don't get to make the rules about when the church meets, how it meets, or any of the other stuff. That is within the jurisdiction of the elders of that church. And, you know, if your elders have sold you out and have shut down because of COVID-19, you cannot trust those men. You can't trust them because they're willing to bow the knee to the state rather than to the Lord Jesus Christ. Sorry, I'm getting on a preaching rampage here. No, 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 you're (laughs) fine. You're fine. All right, I want you to go to the image that I sent you. I think it should have been, um, I think it was like the sixth one. Anyway, you'll see the the figures, um, the front and back figures on it. It's got a lot of writing on it. Yep, we got them. Okay, if you'll bring that one up. Now, there's a lot to cover in this one, okay? okay? But I want folks to, and if you want to blow up the image of the the people that are seen there, that would be super, and you can describe it for those who are listening. <clears throat> yeah, we've got, uh, wow, there's a lot of stuff here. Um, on I page, know, there is, and we'll on, get there. <laughs> yeah, on page 3-9 of FM, that's the field manual, 3-39.40, there's a lot of numbers here. You'll see quite a uh-huh. bit which carries the tone of, quote-unquote, friend of the state or enemy of the state. Now, this should concern people who love freedom here in America. When you got these references, and uh, I don't even go down the road of what George W. Bush put us on uh, with Guantanamo and, you know, who can be called a terrorist and this, that, and the other, okay? In this same guide, civilians are brought up 83 times. The use of CI means civilian attorneys. That's interesting. RP uh-huh. is short for retained persons. EPW is short for enemy prisoner of war. OD is short for other detainees. Chapter 12 has more acronyms. Now, um, you've got some places outlined here within uh-huh. this. Um, and uh, it says, clothing worn by detainees at the time of capture may be worn until it is no longer serviceable. I don't know what that means. And then it is exchanged for replacement clothing. I assume that's an orange jumpsuit. Um, that's what you. That's the image you see down there. Okay. That is the image. That's what they're going to be replaced with. Okay. Okay. All right. And then it also says that the retained persons and citizen internees may be issued clothing that is similar to the items worn by the enemy combatants, yep. which is what you see. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, this all is meaning that your clothes will be supplied by the U.S. military. Well, again, nanny state. All right. Also related from Field Manual 3-1.1, J1 page, further classifies the types of uh, civilians and enemies. I can talk. And it also will show you in Chapter 1 of 3-1.1 that the internment resettlement camps are going to be in existence, that TA is short for the target audience, and it's interesting who is targeted. And then you'll see also that when the target audiences in the internment resettlement camps are combined with all the uses of the PSYOP tactics, the outcome is to have all behavior support U.S. national policy objectives. Now, policy is not law, and you and I have been over that many, many times. So that's the goal. Well, here's the thing. Um, <clears throat> you know, Joni has said in the chat, she says, I bet they took all of this from the Nazi playbook for concentration camps. Well, of course, uh, you know, Joni, we had um, uh, Simone on, and she was talking about the fact we had a whole show to where we we're dealing with the fact that the Nazis really didn't lose. Yeah, Germany surrendered, right. but the Nazis, there were just a handful of I mean, just, gosh, there was less than two handfuls that were actually hanged. And about two handfuls that actually 
went to prison. The rest of them migrated over into the United States and in South America, partly under George W. Bush's granddaddy, Prescott Bush, under Operation uh, Paperclip. So we've got them in our science. We've got them in our medical uh, situations. We've got them in our government. So Nazism and fascism is very much alive within mm-hmm. the United States, folks. It's, it, I, I, just, I get frustrated with people who want to support that over communism. That was the very fight that Adolf Hitler put before his people. He was a national socialist. He was a fascist. And he was trying to defend them against communism. Now, if you don't see the parallel to that in what's going on today in 2020 between Republicans and Democrats, then, then I don't know how to open your eyes. And if you don't understand what fascism and communism actually are, they're two, they're two different things, but they're part of the same thing. And that's Marxism, which is, as we discussed with Alex Newman yesterday, occultism. It's not atheism. It's occultism. It is opposed to God. It is everything that is opposed to God. So if, if you don't see that, I don't know how to open your eyes. I, I really don't. And it's, you know, I'm fearful for those people who don't see this for what it is and are preparing themselves and their children and those around them uh, by opening their eyes to the truth rather than going along with the herd. And yes, the herd exists in Democrat parties. It exists in Republican parties. It, it exists among the supporters of Donald Trump. All of this, just like it was with Barack Hussein Obama, Satoru Sabarka. This is what's coming, folks. And, and you know, this isn't my opinion. This isn't uh, Lynn's opinion. She's giving you the documentation. And here at the Sons of Liberty, we've given you the scriptural background for why this is. It's because the people have wickedly departed from their God. Lynn? Right. Absolutely. Okay, we're not going to have time to play this particular video, but if you could bring it up and show people the image, it was the one called Koran Tyranny. I wanted to um, highlight that for just a few minutes because we've got to get over to um, okay. Henry Kissinger. Sorry, here I was. I, that the music started when I flipped over to it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we'll have this in the in the archive if you miss it. Right, because it's yeah, it's about a twenty five minute video, so no, we won't be able to. But um, if you want to show people what it looks like, okay, it's called Quarant Tyranny. Okay, so once you've shown them what it looks like, if you'll hop over to the third image I sent you that shows all the ties um, from that particular documentary um, to these field manuals. Yep, okay. I got that. All right, the third one? Yeah, mm-hmm. okay. So this, I watched the entire video, and I've spoken with the people who produced it, and they were very appreciative that I was able to find this stuff in their particular documentary. So we'll see about working together again. But this is Education Ties to the Common Core Machine and Unconstitutional Federal Government Overreaches Found in Core and Tyranny, which can also be found in the declassified field manuals that we've uh, been going over. All right, if you'll um, look, you can see that small businesses closing is no accident. You can see that this will also be tied to the U.S.-Mexico-Canada agreement, as you and I have gone over before. Both of these will slot use on skill-based education because it's an effective use of government and corporate overtaking of businesses. 
You'll also see the UN Sustainable Development Goals, which are woven into education at every level, every choice and location. You'll see career tracking in the Every Student Succeeds Act will pop up and anything that connects to the Every Student Succeeds Act. You'll see the military use of artificial intelligence and smart tech, which will tie to the science, technology, engineering, and math from the UN. These are also in the field manuals. You'll see that the military and U.S. government use of disparity in the name of COVID safety is being used against us, which we can all attest to, and that corporate fascism is current, not future, and has happened during the last several U.S. administrations, not ones yet to be determined. So that's what you can glean about education from that documentary, but I would urge you to watch the whole thing because it is chilling and the stuff that they have found out is is really something that folks need to see. And how this ties to Henry Kissinger, because I know a lot of people, you brought that up, a lot of people are going, well, how does that tie? Well, if you'll go to the first image, we can show you how. This was from The New American. There was an article that was written not too terribly long ago. Um, yeah, the 6th of April, 2020. Globalist Henry Kissinger, the coronavirus will forever alter the world order. Now, he was a, he is, excuse me, I thought he had passed on, but, you know, he looks like he's not far from it in that image. Um, Globalist-minded diplomat who played a pivotal role in shaping the U.S. foreign policy under the administrations of Nixon and Ford has solemnly declared that the global order must and will change dramatically in response to the worldwide COVID-19 outbreak. And, Tim, why don't you read what's in red? Kissinger can also be tied to Rebbe Schneerson, which uh, we made mention of for two weeks in a row, with the Noahide <laughs> laws, by the way, yep. via Russia's yep. Vladimir Putin. Now, here's, here's something I want to pose to the American people, and I want to pose to the military, you veterans out there. You have been sent to fight unconstitutional wars since World War II, because World War II was the last one that was constitutional. Here's the question I have for you. You have been sent to fight... What, you, what you've been told are communists, socialists, dictators, bad guys, all this other stuff. You got people like Henry Kissinger sitting there lush and lifestyle, held up by the, the said representatives of the people who are supposed to uphold the Constitution. I got a question for you guys. And it isn't, I'm not attacking you. I'm, I'm asking you a very serious question. You're the people who took an oath to uphold the Constitution against enemies foreign and domestic just like our representatives do. They're not doing it. I want to ask you guys, when you're sent off to fight these guys and you see them in your government, you see them as a... I want to ask a question. Why are our veterans not taking these guys like Henry Kissinger out? I, I'm just asking the question. I'm not saying you... I'm not commanding anybody doing... I'm asking. These are real enemies here on our soil. If anybody's seen the movie The Patriot. And Mel Gibson's character, who's based off the Swamp Fox, he says, I'd rather have a tyrant 3,000 miles away than 3,000 tyrants one mile away. Guys, we have more than 3,000 tyrants on our soil. I want to know, where is the stand against those tyrants? Where is the, where is the movement to bring them down? And some people say, oh, well, this is Trump. The military got in with Trump, and they asked Trump to come in. And where did you hear that from? An anonymous source called Q, who doesn't tell you who they are, doesn't show their face or anything like that, who, do, who for the 
vast majority of those guys don't even know the English language? Is that where you heard it from? Or did you, do you have actual guys who've come forth and said, yep, we did this? Because I can tell you the latter is not true. You're being played, America. You're being played and you're being deceived. And God has allowed it to happen because we've been rebellious. So <clears throat> when I see stuff like this, Lynn, with Henry Kissinger, mm-hmm. of all people, yeah. um, I, I, I have to ask, we send Navy SEALs in to take out, or, or we're told to take out Osama bin Laden. I don't even believe that story. I just don't believe it. Um, we send in our special forces units to do certain things in certain countries. I have to ask, why aren't we doing that with enemies of the state on our own soil? Why aren't we bringing those people to justice? We're not doing that. We're letting it go on and we're just sealing our fate and the fate of our children by our inaction, by our silence, by our cowardliness in the face of these, this COVID hoax. And that's what it is, folks. It is a hoax. It is a lie that's being perpetrated on you day after day after day. And so it's just, ugh, I just want to scream sometimes. I know in God's providence he's doing what he's doing because he's bringing judgment. But why we don't call for this kind of stuff and the eliminate, and if, you know what, if the representatives won't do it, you know, the president has the authority. Congress doesn't have this authority. The president has the authority, Article 2, Section 3, to make sure the laws are faithfully executed. And what he does is he allows people like Henry Kissinger to keep operating. He allows people like Bill Gates to keep operating against the people in violation of law. He allows Google and Facebook and Twitter to continue to infringe upon your rights. And the only time it gets really any coverage is if it happens to the president. Or if it happens to someone, oh, well, this is really serious. How about it's really serious if it happens to you and me? Because the law is what it is. It is there to protect us. It is to restrain government. And government has been given certain authorities. Among them are to execute the law against those who are who are real enemies. Not made up enemies like we pointed out before, Lynn, where they're just saying, oh, you're an enemy of the state because of, you know, we say so. Not because you've broken yeah. any law, but because you, maybe you dissent from their, their narrative that they're giving. This is... This, right. is, this is, should be very, very concerning to every American listening, whether you agree with me on other things or not. This should be very, very concerning to every American. Right. It should. Now, if you would, directly below um, the link to that particular New American article that I sent you was the Kissinger Report. If you could pull that up real quickly, this ties to the COVID as well. The Kissinger Report. I am. Yes, sir. I'm having, I, mm-hmm. I'm having to go back through here, and I don't see the particular Kissinger Report. Okay. Uh, okay, I found it. Okay, all right. Hang on. Okay. Yeah, if you'll just show folks that real quick. Okay. All right. This is the one. Uh, Globus Henry Kissinger. Coronavirus will forever alter the world. Right. No, that's one we just showed. It's right okay. below it. All right. It's a let me PDF. Go, let me go here. Okay. Here we go. I had it pulled up, but I can't really see. i got so many tabs open because of all the uh, know, information that we I have. Know. Okay, so we've got this I'm national security. I'm good about that. No, too many tabs. <laughs> I, I'm, no, I'm glad because then what you're saying, look, people, we're telling you this stuff, but then we believe you have the ability to go and look for yourself. And so that's why we do the archive. Lynn takes of her time 
to send all this in an email. And you saw where I was scrolling through my email. She sends all this information because this is stuff she's dug up. She wants you to make up your own mind. And so when we give this information, it's not to browbeat you. It's to say, look, go look at it for yourself. Uh, see what's being done under your nose, under the guise of Republican, Democrat, whatever you know, WWE match you want to watch. But it's being done under your nose, and it's being done against you in violation of the law rather than upholding the law. Okay, I've got this up, uh, Lynn, National Security Study. All right, if you will enlarge it for just a moment, because I want folks to see this is an old document, because, of course, you know, he's no longer in the American government. Okay, Um, this is about as far as I can go. This particular report is, uh, yeah, from 1974. It is about population culling and controlling. Now, the United Nations has adopted this particular report, Tim, and what are we seeing happen in places like New York with our senior citizens in the nursing homes? They're dying by the thousands. What about other places? Yeah, Colorado's got an article about how the seniors are being um, pretty much sacrificed there as well. This all dovetails out of that stupid report. Okay. It's absolutely just sick. And, of course, we know other ways that the population is being controlled as well. So, you know, this is going to tie in with all this kind of stuff. And what I want people to understand, if they don't get anything else out of today, all right, I'm going to read to you from my particular article that this is in. I know you're going to post that, too. So this is how I closed after all this information, okay? So, warriors, what is our reaction? Do we allow ourselves to become assimilated? No. The common core machine, big government, and big corporations think that we must be controlled to the point of being held against our wills. We must use our actions to fight back, not uh, stand down, but rather stand up, especially for our families and and children. The days are here when education isn't a factor anymore, at least not academically. So if you don't fight back to take back academics, then fight back to save your family. Recent news has shown us that since education, especially during COVID, is such a mess that many high school graduates from all educational backgrounds are choosing military service over college or trade schools. So I would urge you to read all this, consider it very carefully, and then ask yourself, would you want your own child as a military personnel to take you into custody if it came to it? Well, I, I think that is uh, <clears throat> that's a good question. I've got a son who is thinking of going into the uh, Marines. And some people are going to be mad at me for saying this, but I'm telling you right now, there is no way I would ever encourage my child to enter the military at this time in history. Never. I would never do it yeah. because they are being used and those guys don't have, you know, they have a duty to reject unconstitutional orders. But we've seen them follow unconstitutional orders to go into other countries without a declaration of war, to fire missiles into those countries, to take drones into those countries without a declaration of war. It's unconstitutional. Why? I'll tell you why. Because they haven't been taught a proper biblical morality. Some of them even call themselves Christians. You say, were you attacking our military? No, what I'm saying is is, is very simple. They've not been trained properly. And two, they lack the courage to stand up against 
unconstitutional orders, no matter who they come from, and say, I will not obey that for the sake of my college career, my pension, my freedom, if you will. And they'll go to, it's just, look, men have not changed since the beginning of time. And part of the problem is they get put in positions to where they're forced to make a choice of, do I go to Fort Leavenworth or do I take a stand for what is right? And many will say, I'll do what you say, boss. It, I gotta, I'm just doing my job as the Nazis. Look, guys, it isn't just military guys. There are some of those. We had um, a survey not too long ago. 20% of Marines, and this came from David Rizzolotta, who, if I, if I recall correctly, who's a former Marine. He writes at SonsOfLibertyMedia.com. And he was talking about 20% of Marines were surveyed. Would they follow the UN? Would they follow unconstitutional orders? Would they submit to these kinds of things? 20% of them said they would. That's a huge number, people. That is not a small number. That's not like you know one in 10,000 or something. This is 20%. That's a pretty huge number. You can bet that since that time of that survey, that number has grown. Why? Because they, they're not even taught the Constitution. They don't even know what it says. In fact, most people don't know what it says. They couldn't list off for me, and many in the audience, it's sad to say, and I love you guys, and I pray, David is in the, um, in the chat. Maybe he could correct me if I was wrong about what I was saying. But many of them, many of you guys don't even know what the first Ten Amendments are. When you were talking, Lynn, about the, um, the, the military coming in and squatting wherever it wants, I thought about the Third Amendment. What about our houses? Can they commandeer our... I mean, are these, these, uh, these field manuals authorizing the commandeering of houses to where military can come in our houses? Yeah, that is definitely in the realm of, of possibility. And that was one of the things that when I read whatever particular... Uh, manual that was in that was the oh my gosh that was the kind of thing like okay i can't look at this anymore i need to go you know get up and walk away because it was like this reminded me of one of the um oh gosh i'm sorry i'm blanking on which amendment it is but the one about um the search and seizure if you'll you know which one i'm talking about yeah, the Fourth Amendment. Um, and by the way, let yeah, me add thank this. Yeah, I thought it was. I th- yeah, I thought it was fourth, but I didn't want to say it and be wrong. Yeah, Fourth <laughs> Amendment about search and seizure without a warrant, without an affidavit, without somebody yeah. affirming that and putting right. their hind parts on the line, which is biblical, because the one who who yeah. says that, and if it's not true, whatever they sought to bring on other people comes on themselves. Lynn, do you want to hold over till after the show and we go through some more things here? Because I want to make some sure. comments about what David said in the chat. All right, well, let's do that. Sure. We've got about thirty seconds. Okay, so give all those things that we didn't get to give in last week and uh, tell people where they can find out more about you. Okay, CommonCoreDiva.com. You can find me on Parlor, MeWe, USA.Life, LocalActivist.org. You can find me on um, USA.Life, Facebook, Twitter. You can find me on Roku and Amazon, um, the Breaking uh, News Journal under the Common Core Diva channel. Okay, all right, guys. Uh, if you're listening by Red State Talk Radio, join us on YouTube, join us on Twitch or Periscope or Twitter, <laughs> wherever you are. YouTube and Facebook allows you to give chat, and we'd like to hear back from you guys. So we're going to be back as soon as we clear out here with the radio audience. And uh, thank you so much for your support. Support the Sons of Liberty. Go to SonsOfLibertyMedia.com, donate, become a son or daughter of liberty. We'll see you in 23 hours or on the other side. 
Okay, all right, we're back here, and I want to I want to just make mention. Uh, David is in. I was making mi- mention of um, uh, David Rizzolata. You know, David has been contributing when I was over at Freedom Outpost and S- Sons of Liberty Media and the Washington Standard and Guns in the News, by the way, too, uh, for many years now. We become friends. Uh, he's a good Christian man. He's a former Marine. Here are some of the comments that David made in the chat. Kissinger said that one day people would beg for UN troops in our streets. This Kissinger, this is what I'm saying, veterans. We're the veterans going, and, and, and I, it's just amazing to me that we allow the very thing that we say we send our veterans over, all right, to fight against, to, to, to exist here in the United States. This is just incredible to me. Then David adds, uh, take it from a former Marine. There's a reason I got out. They are brainwashed and trained to question nothing. Okay? That's from a former Marine. And then he he adds that the survey that I was talking about, he said it wasn't quite 20%. It's the 29 Palms survey. So you guys can do your internet search. Don't use Google because Google's evil and don't be evil with them. Use something else. Um, It's the 29 Palms palms survey and you can see what david has been talking about what he's been speaking out for a long time because david was really bothered because david took his oath of um you know service there to the constitution to defend it and to stand and folks he's paid the price for it um they tried to shut him out of getting a particular degree i think it was a master's degree if i I recall correctly when he wanted to go into the um, social system to actually help people, not to, to be a pawn in a big scheme. And when he rejected the Alinsky tactics they had, the, the, I think his professor, he told me, his professor basically told him, you're not getting a degree because you won't, you won't basically bow the knee to the Alinsky tactics that we're going to use. And uh, don't think for a minute Republicans aren't using that Alinsky tactics too. All you have to do is go back to 2012 when they overrode the people you know, drunkard John Boehner doing what he's doing. And just even though everybody could tell there was a distinct uh, cry against the resolution the Republican Party held, just like with the Democrat Party at that time uh, against, you know, God and Israel and all this other stuff that they were doing, Jerusalem and all this other, um, the Republicans were doing it too. They were just doing it over a different issue. And um, it doesn't take much to figure that out. Now, Lynn, let me make mention of this real quickly. Sure. We have seen some of this issue. We, we were talking about the internment camps, the FEMA camps, and things of that nature. You know, we've covered a lot of different things over at Sons of Liberty Media on this. One of the latest that I, I did was sort of a, um, uh, you know, it's it, it's kind of a um, a build off. And actually, I did it in March and May of this year. In March, the article was. FEMA, FEMA camps, martial law, and the unconstitutional executive orders that are in place that threaten the liberty of every citizen of the U.S. Now, I think, I'm not sure if this one was the one I, I don't think this was the one I did. This was the article form. If you want to know where every FEMA camp is in America, you go here, okay? If you want to know the executive orders that have been issued, they're unconstitutional, but they're listed here, and they're linked so you can see which presidents put them in place. And these are all under the control of the president who sits now, okay, who tells you that he's on our side, but then he reauthorizes the Patriot Act, which coincide with all of this. He, reauthor- he, he uh, signs his name to the, freedom, the USA Freedom Act, 
which is more infringement upon your liberties. I know you people don't want to hear it, but I'm going to keep saying it. If you want to stick your head in the sand, they're going to cut your behind off. Okay, that's what they're going to do. Then we have the FEMA, FEMA camps, martial law, and unconstitutional executive orders. If you want the radio show on that, where I delve into these kinds of things, where I show you all of this stuff, then you can see that as well. The show's there. The podcast is there. You can see even in the pod, well, in the podcast and the video, you can see where all the FEMA camps, these are federal emergency. And, you know, with every, uh, I'm going to get frustrated here, Lynn, because people think the president has the authority to declare a national emergency. Constitution's out the window. I told you about a friend of mine who wrote a, uh, an article on that that I wouldn't publish because it was so unlawful. And that governors have the same authority to declare a national state of emergency. Let me tell you something. The biggest infringements upon your liberty, America, and my liberty, is when tyrants declare a national state of emergency. They are not to do that. They are to uphold the law. And the Constitution, I'm pretty sure of the states, I know it is in my, in my state too, and of the federal government, is not to give them some dictatorship-like Authority. Now, I say that not as a king, because you know what? We have king, we have one king, and it's King Jesus. And King Jesus is not a dictator in the fact that he uh, pushes evil upon us. He is one who upholds the law, and he upholds just law. And so you can have a monarchy, you can have a king that actually provides liberty for the people. You can have that. But the fact of the matter is, we have this going on. Look, I mean, if people could see... The image that I used for the the um, the radio show that day, back earlier this year, and for the podcast, look at all these little... This is where FEMA camps are all across the U.S. And you paid for it, just like you're paying for China to have the biggest Navy in the world. You've paid for it, America. What have you got out of it? You get more and more and more and more tyranny. And yes, Donald Trump has said, China's a problem. I get he pointing out that and all the other... And yet, we continue to do business with communist China, knowing that all of that money that we spend ends up in the pockets of communist China to advance their agenda. Does that sound like a really smart strategy to have? Now, I I could go in and say there are some good points of what Trump has done to keep us out of further wars, because North Korea could have been just a really mess. But what he's done in Syria has been evidence that there's still a problem there. So with that said, um, that's my little rant there. Are there other things that we need to see here? Because you've got a lot of information here, Lynn, that uh, maybe people need Mm -hmm. to to see. Well, if we want to take the time, the the video where this particular uh, field manual, the 3-39.40, was uh, made, that was also sent to me. The whole thing's about nine minutes, but if you would play from the beginning to about the 5.47 uh, timestamp, I want folks to see kind of what we're talking about, what you were just saying about the FEMA camps and all that kind of stuff. Um, yeah, I can do that. that. time to do that, great. If not, that's okay, nope, too. I'll, I'll put it on. This runs. In fact, do, do you want to go further than that? You said five minutes and something? No, you... uh-uh. Okay. No. Five minutes and what? Uh, stop. We'll go from the beginning to 5.47 timestamp. Okay. Here we go. 
In this video, we're going to examine the leaked U.S. military document FM 3-39.40, otherwise known as the Field Manual for Internment and Resettlement Operations for U.S. Citizens. The official U.S. military documents we are about to see were highly classified until 2013 when they were leaked to the public. In fact, if you look at the bottom of the cover page, you'll see just how secret this document was intended to be. Destruction Notice Destroy by any method that will prevent disclosure of content or reconstruction of the document. By this statement alone, it's obvious that we were never supposed to see what's inside. And that being said, let's take a look inside and see what we can find. Now, this document is 326 pages long and we definitely don't have time to look at every single page. So I'll just go over some of the most relevant content. Feel free to read this document for yourself. There's a link to the full document in the description below. All right, so keep in mind that this document was not just written for overseas operations. It clearly outlines internment operations on U.S. soil and with U.S. citizens. On page 38, quote, support to civil support operations. Civil support is the DOD support to U.S. civil authorities for domestic emergencies and for designated law enforcement and other activities. Civil support includes operations that address the consequences of natural or man-made disasters, accidents, terrorist attacks, and incidents in the U.S. and its territories. The internment relocation tasks performed in support of civil support operations are similar to those during combat operations, but the techniques and procedures are modified based on the special OE associated with operating within U.S. territory and according to the categories of individuals, primarily DCs. In this document, DC stands for Dislocated Civilian to be housed in internment relocation facilities. During long-term internment relocation operations, state and federal agencies will operate within and around internment relocation facilities within the scope of their capabilities and identified role. Military police commanders must closely coordinate and synchronize their efforts with them, especially in cases where civil authority and capabilities have broken down or been destroyed. Not only that, on page 146, it details the identification procedures of new prisoners, and that includes taking their social security numbers. Quote, Identification 716. Individual identification photographs are taken of all prisoners. The prisoner's last name, first name, and middle initial are placed on the first line of a name board, and the prisoner's social security number is placed on the second line. A prisoner registration number may be added on the third line. Two front and two profile pictures are taken of the prisoner. Fingerprints are obtained according to AR 190-47. Now that we've established that these operations were not only designed for overseas, but also designed for U.S. citizens on U.S. soil, would it surprise you to see that the United Nations is also involved in this? Page 23. Agencies concerned with internment and resettlement. External government involvement in IR missions and IR means internment and resettlement, is a fact of life for military police organizations. Some government and government-sponsored entities that may be involved in IR missions include international agencies, the United Nations, International Committee of the Red Cross, International Organization of Migration, U.S. agencies, local U.S. embassy, Department of Homeland Security, Immigration and Customs Enforcement, 
and the Federal Emergency Management Agency, otherwise known as FEMA. It goes into more detail about the United Nations in Chapter 1-47. The UN is involved in the entire spectrum of humanitarian assistance operations, from suffering prevention to relief operations. Typically, UN relief agencies establish independent networks to execute their humanitarian relief operations. The UN system delegates as much as possible to the agency's elements located in the field, supervisory, and support networks are traced from those field officers back to UN headquarters. Military planners must familiarize themselves with UN objectives so that these UN objectives are considered in planning and executing military operations. So basically, the UN is there every step of the way, and these camps must be formulated around UN policies, according to this document. Now, let's go to page 56, where it goes into detail about psychological operations, or PSYOPs. The supporting IR PSYOP team has two missions that reduce the need to divert military police assets to maintain security in the IR facility. So basically, psychological operations are deployed in order to manipulate their detainees and make them more passive, and it goes into more detail. Quote, the PSYOP team develops PSYOP products that are designed to pacify and acclimate detainees or DCs to accept U.S. IR facility authority and regulations. PSYOP teams gain the cooperation of detainees or DCs to reduce the number of guards needed, identifies malcontents, trained agitators, and political leaders within the facility who may try to organize resistance or create disturbances, develops and executes indoctrination programs to reduce or remove antagonistic attitudes. Did you catch that? Develops and executes indoctrination programs to reduce or remove antagonistic attitudes, otherwise known as brainwashing. And now, there you let's go, move folks. on to page 84. That's it. That, 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 now, I what mean, did you say about social security numbers, Tim? Well, I was trying to speak over that, and I apologize for that. When he said that they come in with their social security numbers, if people remember, and I still have a social security, I was born in 69, I still have a social security card that says this is not to be used for personal identification. And yet, how are you identified with every single thing you do, a social security number? And they're going to tell you the same thing about what they're coming with. When we talked with Alex Newman yesterday about the Great Reset, it's not just about a cashless society. It's not just about, you know, zeroing everything out and starting from scratch with a cashless society, whether it's a blockchain technology or whatever. It's about a change of mind. And you can bet your bottom dollar that when they go to that, whatever number they assign you, digital currency and all this other stuff that they're going to do, they're going to tell you, oh, this isn't going to be a thing to identify you. They're going to sell you as this is secure. You won't have anybody uh, with uh, identification theft. All this other kind of stuff. That's what they're going to sell it on. And then what they're going to do is they're going to use it to ID you. They're going to do it to define you. In fact, Alex pointed out yesterday, the people who think, and, and I've heard them say it, blockchain technology will keep you anonymous. Wake up and smell what they're shoveling, you people. Wake up and smell it. Because I, can, I have this sneaking suspicion, and I've used blockchain te- technology. I've used Bitcoin um, uh, some of the other coins that are Litecoin and, and stuff like that. I had a friend of mine who paid me, you know, a small amount of money in that. I was just doing some little stuff for him. And I said, well, I'll see what it's all about. It's very volatile. But I did that. And the thing that I see coming from it is this, what Alex said. It is a permanent stamp 
and record of every single transaction you do with that. You say, Tim, do you use a do you use a credit card? Do you use a debit card? Do you use your phone? You know, to make payments. Yeah, I do that, but it's not anything that's mandatory, and it's not anything I'm worried about. To tell you the truth, even though I don't believe government has any business looking at my transactions, okay. Uh, whether I'm worried about it or not, I'm like I'm not like a Lindsey Graham. Well, if you're not doing anything, what's the problem? Well, the problem is the government's violating the law if they're doing that. And by the way, let me throw this in, Lynn. I'll let you comment. I've been doing a couple of reports on Julian Assange. Now, whatever you think of him as a man, his politics or whatever, okay, is irrelevant to the fact that the guy has never had to retract one thing he's put out. Why? Because it's documentation. And he's exposed the corruption of government, the corruption of individuals in our government and outside of our government. And yet he's the one being held. He's the one who is trying to be extradited to the U.S. by this administration, the same administration, the same Donald Trump that said, oh, he loved WikiLeaks, you know, when he was running for, for office. And then when he gets in office, he's asked about, well, I don't know much about WikiLeaks. I, you know, and his administration is trying to extradite Julian Assange for exposing the corruption of this government. Okay? Julian Assange, again, no matter what you think about him, did Americans a favor by showing us exactly what our government was doing that was in violation of the law. And I want to ask you something, folks. Donald Trump promised you justice. Where is it? And you guys talk about, well, Joe Biden will do this. All that stuff that, that, that you're looking at Biden over, that's happening under the Trump administration. We don't have to wait for Biden to be in here. It's happening under here. And to demonstrate it, some people get at me, Lynn. They get at me and say, well, you want Biden in office. I don't want either one of these cats in office. Either one of them. I know. And the fact of the matter is, they can't say Trump is stopping it. What they do is say, oh, well, he's slowing it down. Well, I got to ask you a question. Do you want to be stabbed real quickly, or do you want somebody to put the knife at your chest and slowly push it in? Uh, what's better there? I'd rather have the mask off, to be honest with you, and know who I'm dealing with, than a guy who says one thing and he does something else. And this isn't just a, a Trump issue. This is filtering down. This is in the Senate. This is in our, our House of Representatives. This is in many of our state governments, our local representatives. This is coming through them. It's not just a Trump thing. It's all across the board. Why? Because they've been in the indoctrination centers we call public schools, and they think the lesser of two evil is not evil. That's what they think. And some of you out there think the same thing. You think the lesser of two evils is not evil. It is. And we have to stop it, not slow it down, stop it. And you say, well, this is impossible. It's only impossible, one, if you don't believe in God, because God says with God, all things are possible. Jesus said that. So we can do it if we're repentant before him. That's the, that's the key here to everything. And you people who say, well, this now you're getting religious on this. No, we're being, we've been biblical the whole time. Why? Because the Bible is the rock upon which our republic rests. That's what Andrew Jackson said, our president, in the past. And so if we don't go back to that, we have nothing to appeal to. Who are you going to appeal to? The devil? He's not your friend. Who are you going to appeal to? Your favorite representatives? Most of them aren't your friends either. They're out for themselves. They're out for their power and their money. And um, so when we see these kinds of things coming up, Lynn, the handwriting is on the wall for Americans. I, I really believe, 
And again, I'm not a, a, son, a prophet, a son of a prophet. I'm not a dreamer or any of this stuff. And I do believe that God uses prophets. I believe that he um, sends dreams. If you don't dream, then you have God to thank for that. And if you do dream, you have God to thank for that. And what those dreams mean, I'm not an interpreter of dreams. But I can tell you this. This guy, Dana Coverstone, uh, some of you have seen him. You know, I can't get fully behind the thing, but I, there's a lot that resonates with me because I see the judgments of God when we go into the Old Testament. And this guy, I think he's he's genuinely warning whether or not the you know this is some kind of thing. You know, God says He doesn't do anything without revealing it to His to His to His people, and He warned His people Israel in the Old Testament of what was coming. Jesus warned them in uh, Matthew 24 of what was coming. He warned the people as he went to the cross. He said, don't cry for me, cry for yourselves and for your children. He was talking about what's coming on that generation. And so I believe that God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. He warns his people about what's coming. When Lynn is bringing this information, and Lynn, I appreciate you doing it. A lot of this stuff has kind of gone out of your way of the education issue of exposing things. But this is tied right to it. Why? Because of the fact that they don't want dissidents. And these people are not only willing to take you to an internment camp to re-educate you, they are willing to take your life, the life of your children. And as David, Dana Coverstone said, um, of, from what he had, you know, the message to him was to brace yourselves. America, apart from the church, I'm not talking about the people who don't name the name of Christ, apart from the church, those of us who name the name of Christ, Apart from our repentance, this is our future. What what uh, Lynn is talking about, this is our future, and I don't think it's in the not-too-distant future, Lynn. Right, and I wanted to point out one thing, and then I think we can wrap it up, is that throughout all these documents, <laughs> while they're talking about education and re-education, Tim, and all the different departments that are going to be involved in all of this, guess which one's left out? Tell us. The U.S. Department of Education. So what does that tell you? The writing is on the wall that um, that I don't think that that department is going to be around when all this stuff actually hits the fan. And if it's, and if it's still around, it's going to be left out of this, which is amazing because if you look at all the, all the Department of Defense overreaches that are in some of the laws that are tied to Every Student Succeeds Act and the accompanying ones, it's, um, it's really puzzling why the Department of Education is not mentioned. But I know that we've talked about this before, uh, that the merging between ed and labor is still out there. Uh, hasn't happened. Let me repeat, it has not happened, but it's supposed to at some point. Labor is mentioned in this, along with defense and, uh, and a few other ones. So that's something we should really be watching for because, as you were just saying, you know, if you want to be stabbed, you want to do it quickly. Well, people are thinking, oh, if we go in and we shut down the Department of Education right now, everything's going to be fine. No, because as you and I have discussed on previous episodes, it's going to be like when you walk into a room and turn on the light and all the cockroaches scatter because that's exactly what education is going to do. 
uh, and we've been over that, who's going to get what part, uh, uh, who is meaning what federal agency will get what part of the Department of Education. So like, for example, all the student loans, instead of being in the Department of Education, would automatically go to the Treasury. Everything that's tied to career tech education, which is in the skill-based labor, would go to the Department of Labor, and so on and so on. Health and Human Services would take over everything else that is uh, tied to mental health, the social and emotional learning, and that was why one of the reasons why in the Every Student Succeeds Act that the Department of Health and Human Services got the largest power increase of all the federal agencies, even over and above that of the overreaches from the Department of Education. So that should be writing on the wall for us. Well, yeah, it should be. And the writing's been on the wall for many decades, actually. Uh, and when I look back, it's kind of, um, I, I get this sentiment from what James says, you know, that our life is like a vapor. It's here for a minute. Mm-hmm. It's gone. Uh, it's like the grass that withers. It's it's green in the morning and by midday it's, it's burned up. Uh, because I look back and I was looking at something just the other day. Oh, the show that we did on Monday on Larry McDonald, that was 1983. And 1983 seems like it was, I don't know, a week ago. And it's been almost 40 years. And this stuff has been progressively moving along, just like God said it would, Leviticus 26. You people need to read it. His judgments continue faster and faster and faster. And you read the book of Revelation, how he brought it upon his uh, the nation Israel, uh, and specifically Jerusalem in AD 70. You read that in the book of Revelation. The judgments come quicker and quicker and quicker, and they're more harsh. America? Those of you listening to me, if you are 30 years old or older, if you're 50 years old, you're, you're sort of where I'm at. If you're more than 50 years old, you see it even more. None of this was even being talked about that I know of when I was a kid in the 70s. I mean, it may have been, but it just wasn't what, you know, it is. It was in the 80s, the 90s, the 2000s, even up to today. And we've seen that progressively move forward. You people who don't who say you don't believe in God, first, I don't believe you. Romans 1 says that you know there's a God. You don't honor him as God. And the second is, look at his judgments. He's known by his judgments, the Bible tells us. And people don't learn by his grace. They learn by his judgments, Isaiah says. And so when we see this, Lynn, these things that you're bringing, all you're doing is you're documenting the judgments of God. At that, and he's using the hands of wicked men to bring them about. Don't get it wrong. And those guys are going to be judged for their, the intents of their heart. There's no question. Just like Nebuchadnezzar, just like Babylon, he used them to bring judgment upon his people. And then he turned around and he judged them for the wickedness of their heart and, and how they were executing those things. And yet in the midst of it, God was just. Because God is not an idolater. He's out for his glory. And he says, you know what? I'll be glorified in my grace and mercy, and I'll also be glorified in my justice and the execution of my law. So with that said, Lynn, is there anything else you want to add uh, before we go? No, I just hope people get off the couch and start fighting back because, um, you know, as we have been pointing out for quite a while, our our freedom is um, slowly being taken away, and moves like this would speed that up. No, I I completely agree. Okay, real quickly before we go, tell people again where they can find you and where they can support you uh, in the efforts that you have. 
Alrighty, uh, commoncordiva.com is my blog. There is a donate button up at the top if you feel so led. If you do, that's great. If not, um, prayer support's always welcome. Uh, you can find me on MeWe, USA.life. You can find me on localactivist.org, Twitter, Facebook, um, let's see, Parlor. You can also find me on the Breaking News Journal that's available on Amazon and Roku. It's going to be the Common Core Diva channel. I think that that has recently become available. Uh, you can subscribe there if you'd like. And um, if you have information that you think I need to know and research, uh, be sure to send it to me. Okay. All right, guys, go and support Lynn. Uh, it's a labor of love for her and everything that she puts out. She doesn't get paid for, and she gives of her time. She gives her own resources to go around the country, to be on the phone with people, to email people in order so that they can stand in their community as well. Lynn, we really appreciate you in doing that. And for also, man, taking the time. I mean, Lynn is sending me stuff all week long, and I'm like, Lynn, I'm overloaded anyway. <laughs> uh, but she sends me stuff. <laughs> And uh, and I'm very appreciative of that, even though sometimes I can't get – some of you in the chat send me stuff. Brian, ah, man, you send me all kinds of stuff. And I'm appreciative of that, but there's – you know, I'm not God. I can't do everything. Uh, but I am appreciative to be informed about those things. So if you can support Lynn, I know things are things are tough. Look, I am not a health and wealth prosperity preacher. I believe God does prosper us. Don't get me wrong. Uh, but if you can support the Sons of Liberty, do so. Go to sonslibertymedia.com. There's a donate button at the top. You can give a one-time donation, or you can partner with us monthly. Um, you know, Become a son or daughter of liberty. I'm not one to push that, but I am one to tell you it costs a lot of money it, 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 to do even what we're doing. The other day I paid um, – I would have paid almost $500, and in God's providence the guy gave uh, – when I went to cancel the service and do that just to restream – just to do to provide what you guys are seeing in the video chat, uh, it was going to cost almost five hundred dollars, and I got a coupon for life, which was a blessing. Uh, three hundred forty-three dollars, I think, for the year. Now that that may not sound like a bunch to you, but with a guy with a wife and ten kids, and um, you know, makes sixty thousand dollars a year, that's a lot of money. I mean, it's a lot of money for me, uh, but I do it. And the money's not, there's nothing extra there. We do what we do. I'm letting you know that we have a need. And then the Sons of Liberty to go for Bradley and his family to go around the country. And they go to all the states. They go into the the the, uh, the schools. And they present our Christian and constitutional heritage. It cost them a lot of money to travel by plane. It cost them a lot of time and effort to travel by car. Even to the next state, Michigan. He's going to be in Michigan. Or how shall I say that? Michigan <laughs> uh, Next week. And all of that costs money. It costs time. It's effort. It's a labor of love. It's wanting to to educate the people so that the people respond. Not so they say, hey, I got some information. That was cool. I know something now I didn't know. It's so that you can act. Uh, we, we say this is talk radio, but we want it to be do radio. And so the information that we give you is not to scare you. It is to educate you so you can stand against it, so you can take a stand Whatever your capacity is to do that, we want you to do that. And if you can partner with the Sons of Liberty and help us, you can partner with uh, Lynn and help her uh, do what she does. Guys, we greatly appreciate it. But if you can't, I understand that too. I understand the times are hard. But if God lays that on your heart, please uh, help us. We're just letting the need be made known. Okay, in 23 and a half hours, we're going to have Robin Tilbrook, Lord willing, on. I'm looking forward to this interview. He is the head of the... I want to say Democrat Labor Party, if, it, if you will, out of the U.K. 
And I don't know all the politics of how that is with them versus us over here in the United States, but the guy's right on about what he's speaking out against, the coronavirus, COVID-19, and the tyranny that's coming. You don't want to miss that. We're going to have Robin Tilbrook on tomorrow, Lord willing. Till then, see ya.